0: Podcast is part of the Sports
1: Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the UCL Fantasy Podcast. I'm here once again with Lewis and Dan after match day one is finished. Uh, We're going to go through all sorts. We're going to talk about what went right and what went well for our teams. We're going to talk about what we're going to do for match day two and a few other bits and pieces. All of that on the UCL Fantasy Podcast. So, Lewis, how did your match day, nearly said game week, it's not game week, match day one, go?
0: Um, It wasn't as good as yours. Spoiler. Uh, Spoiler. No, it was okay. I, I mean, you tend to usually do really well on match day one, but that wasn't the case. It kind of feels pretty average. Uh, lower how, many how many points? How many points, Lewis? Go on, be honest, front up. How yeah, many points? I, so, 72 points Disgraceful. Um, yeah, in terms of rank, it's like 250k or something. Uh, but it's only match day one. But, but saying that, you, you probably do need a good start to kind of get right up there. I, for me, anyway. Um, yep, yeah, so in terms of bad, I changed a couple of things around. Uh, about half an hour before the game, took out the likes of Hartman. He kept a clean sheet against Celtic. Also took out... Stang's, um, which was obviously not good. Not a good decision at all. Uh, there was a lot of hype around Cancelo um, like before the before the deadline, and I wasn't kind of buying into it, but last minute, I, I kind of got the jitters and thought, right, I'm going to have to take some money out of somewhere, so where am I going to go? So I eventually took out Stang's, downgraded to Ivan Usak, um, who, yes, yeah, so, I mean, when I looked at the, the date of the past two games that they both had, it was pretty similar, similar ratings, similar kind of you know, X, G, and all that sort of stuff.
1: Lewis, can I just can I just interrupt all this? Uh, you know, yada yada yada, boring, boring, yeah. boring stats. Right, which is great, and that's why people come. You argued for Steng so hard on this podcast, and I got him because of you. Why did you drop him? He got twelve points.
0: Yeah. yeah, to be fair, though, his goal was a really dodgy free kick outside the box. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter at all but again I thought where am I going to take money out and I looked at I looked at the stuff I looked at the stats between Ivan Usack and um and Stangs and it was very similar over the last couple of games okay um so yeah took him out and he scored a really dodgy very lucky free kick so
1: well there we he go thrums. yeah okay Lewis that's like a little overview of your team let's move to Dan and then we'll come back to you Lewis Dan how did you do how many points did you get what were the things that went well what were the things that didn't go well
2: uh, I've got to be honest, I've never cared less about a opening to any fantasy game ever, given the week that we've just had, Ed. This was, in the back of my mind, the whole, like, sorry, when I say the back of my mind, I mean just like the right at the back, not non-existent.
1: I can, uh, I can
2: vouch for that because I was with him up
1: until the deadline and he didn't. He basically said, oh, I'll look at it when we get to the stadium because we went to the Sun Series, watch Newcastle. And I think he looked at it for about 10 minutes and then he saw Matt, which Richie walked through the room and he just forgot
2: about it. So there you go. But what did he get? But what did he get? Come on. So I, I got 70 points. I was two points off Lewis. Um, <clears throat> major, major upsets for me was, was obviously Marcus Turam and Federico Dimarco Marco mm. not starting. So subbing them in was a mistake. Uh, Karem, I refuse to say his surname. Actually, no, for the, for the crack, I would go. Uh, Actacoglu. There we go. How many That's points right. did he end up getting? Because I nearly got him, but I replaced him missed with Jacob. Point, he missed a hat trick. He got out of hat trick within 15 minutes and he got two sodden points, Edward. I, can uh... I just say, I'm very
1: pleased with myself because I took him out five minutes before the deadline and brought in Jacob Murphy, who'd been announced in the Newcastle squad, oh, yeah, was, who got was, three that points. That was... <laughs> so one more than that guy.
2: <laughs> um, for me, it's a case of, I, I've already done like three drafts, I think. One just to get my team out there. One decent draft around the fixtures, and then one like after we did a couple of these podcasts. Uh, in the, that second draft, that would have been absolutely amazing. Had Kane in it, Sane in it. um Had a few other players in it that that actually scored goals, which would have been really nice. But thankfully, w- what went well was my front three did all score. It's just not very good points per million, or got, got points at least, at the very least. Uh, swapping captain to Bellingham. And him coming in clutch in the 94th minute for player of the match and a goal. Popular of move, match. but but a, but a successful one, right? Exactly. Kunde Cancelo double up was magic. Mm-hmm. Di Lorenzo, I mean, if he if he keeps his clean sheet and hopefully then gets a the player of the match, I'm not sure how awesome got player of the match. Uh, from what I've read, because he missed a lot of chances, mm-hmm. that, that seems to be what's happened yeah. this game. Player of the match to players that have conceded loads of chances. Uh, sorry, that have missed loads of chances, which for me doesn't spell, you're the player of the match. You had yeah. all of these chances to score and you didn't do your job. Mm. So never mind. I was uh, I was what...
1: totting up. I was totting up halfway through those games. I night, thinking, right, Di Lorenzo, he's going to keep a clean sheet. He's going to get player of the match. I thought that was a short shoe in if they won 1-0 or whatever. Um, yeah. I thought, oh, if Kane gets another goal, I'm going to get to 100 here. And then it all just kind of fell apart at the end. But I still did. I'm not rubbing any your faces because I still did well, but it could have been better for everyone. But that's the story of everyone, right? That's the story of every match day. We always think it could have been a lot better.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, as Lewis says, me and him tend to start match day one with an absolute bang. This is comfortably the worst match day one rank I've ever, ever had since playing this game. Um, it's 309,000, but it's interesting. If Lewis is about 250, that is 59,000 spaces between two points.
1: Yeah. Um, Great point. There's a bit of encouragement for everyone. Um, Fortunately, this podcast has me, you know, the one who everyone voted in our poll on Twitter, who would lose between us three, which I probably still will. But right now I'm just going to have to, you know, really go for that. I'm 29,000th in the world. Very happy with my team. What went well for me uh, was, well, so game week one, match day one, sorry. Sorry, the first game of the day, of the match day. Tuesday. Crikey, got that at the end. I captained Lewandowski for six points against Haaland, who got five points. So that was a bit of a risk because Haaland obviously could have gone off it. Um, but it wasn't enough. Lewandowski's assist didn't get given because there's this solo run. What is the rule? Could someone explain it to me? What's this assist rule?
2: Yeah, in FPL, would...
1: that would have been given, right?
2: Yeah, you would said it in the, um, the previews that if it's deemed an individual goal which is often determined by there being some kind of solo run where they've created the chance themselves in that the pass didn't really do anything, then no assist will be given. Gutting for me,
1: because I could have stayed with Lewandowski and everyone else had Haaland, so it would have been great. But anyway, I moved to Kane. Fortunately, he got a goal and an assist, so it didn't make much difference to me. A lot of people moved to Bellingham. And I think those people would have moved to Kane if they had him, but they didn't. Fair enough. Bellingham gets a last-minute goal, gets player of the match, and he gets 22 points as captain. Harry Kane only gets 18. So that was slightly annoying that I took a risk, but it kind of for most engaged players, I lost out on captaincy. But I had Stengs. And I had a massive back five. So Di Lorenzo, nine points. Cancelo, seven points. Henricks, eight points. Christensen, seven points. Wellen-Ruther, the final keeper, seven points. And then Dumfries, two points. Inter Milan let Mm. us all down, right? So I ended up with um, 88 points, which I'm happy with. But hey-ho, that's the the rub of the dice. I suppose the next question is, for everyone, let's start with you, Lewis. What are you doing for match day two? Do you know yet? And it's okay if you don't.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I usually use the week before um, the match day. It's it's nice that we have little breaks in between. Um, yeah. To be honest, instead of like you know a few days like similar to FPL, I just kind of need to watch um, a lot of the games because I've got a lot of the games on record about eight or nine. So I'm gonna rewatch all of them. Um, hopefully this week, I'm just <laughs> your kind obsessed.
1: Of your your poor wife. <laughs> You're gonna watch all of the eight or nine games you've recorded. Is that true?
0: Ah, she's okay. She's not here half the time, anyway. Yeah, I'll probably watch that. And um, and there's and, that there's so, that
1: joke resurfacing. Where's Lewis's yes. wife? Hashtag Where's Lewis's wife? <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: not here now, actually. Well, there we go. Yeah, no. I, I, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, because I I don't feel like I've learned enough from Matchday. Matchday one was a mass. It was not a, a complete mass. Um, so for me, I don't think I've learned enough to kind of Cement down a plan, although I, I, I I'm still favouring the limitless. Um, you know, there's there's some nice punts in there um, for next week. I'm not too sure if we're going to look at teams to target shortly or.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look at them in a minute. But I mean, I suppose I I suppose question number one for everyone listening and for me really
2: is this is just a yes or no? Are you definitely going to play a chip? Yes, for me. I don't know which one yet. The more that this, the more that I'm looking at it. The more that I'm considering a wild card, I wouldn't say I am uh, more in favor of a wild card. I was probably 99% limitless wild card. Now I'd say it's more of a 75-25, and I need to really make a decision shortly. And I want to tr- I want to plot the fixtures down. I want to see when I think teams are going to have qualified and. What the shape of my team is now, for what we saw, this is what I expect to see in three and four. I actually think this is going to sound mental, but I think that some of the results have done us a favour because teams like Inter now I don't think are going to have qualified by match day four. I, I can't see Inzaghi making this mistake again where he's dropping... I appreciate Channel Ugly was injured... But not playing DeMarco at left-back or left-wing-back really hindered them. So they're a little bit more of a lock than what they might have been moving forward. So there are a few teams where, because the group is fairly tight, maybe tighter than what we expected with some of the results, there's a bit of longevity to picks. So it's when do you want to use the wild card to capitalise on that and when do you want to use the limitless? You can't use the limitless, in my opinion, too late because you are gambling on team sheets.
1: As I said in, mm. in, in Milan, my my view initially was wildcard Game Week 2, limitless game, game Week 4. You're saying the limitless for Game Week 4 has become more of an option now because teams like Inter might not have qualified by then.
2: Yeah. But the, the one of the issues is, is, I know that we have differing thoughts on this, Ed, is that match three and four are the same fixtures. You see clear, I advantage think home, at home, I think clear advantage at home matches, yeah, yeah. But that I agree, we've already had this conversation. This is for the benefit yeah. of everyone listening on our podcast. Yeah. I agree that a team has a far greater advantage at home mm-hmm. than away. However, we're not picking the team, we are picking individual players from that team. And I don't think Harry Kane is affected as an asset by playing home or away, I don't think uh Killian Mbappe is affected as an asset playing home and away, these players that are 9 million and above, or let's say 6 million and above defenders, um, 10 million and above forwards, they are there because they are consistent and not just because they're home or away players. And that's what you want from the Limitless wildcard anyway. The reason why I think Limitless could be good on two is because there are literally just a few fixtures that you could target And they have expensive players. Uh, So you've got Bayern Munich versus Copenhagen. You've got Arsenal, who battered PSV, playing long. Um, You've got PSV at home, finally. You've got... This is going to sound, again, a little bit wild, but Napoli, you'd fancy at home to Real Madrid with how Real Madrid are playing. They have not been playing well. Um, Inter, at home to Benfica, we saw what happened there last season. So it's, it's... there are some favourable fixtures. Man United at home to Galatasaray, you'd fancy. But you can't, you're can't. you not going to bring any of these players in on a wild card. Well, some of them you will, but you're not bringing Man United players in on a wild card. So it's, it's going to require a lot of thought. I'm just very open-minded to what I am actually going to do. We will have a preview pod where we obviously try and advise people a bit better than we are now. But it's just my initial thought is to be more open to which chip I use. But I feel like I absolutely have to. I mean, I don't think I've got a Bayern Munich player and they're playing against Copenhagen. That, that needs rectified immediately. Do you, yeah, Lewis, no, just... coming,
1: to, coming, coming to you, Lewis, I'm going to ask the same question. What about chips? And, you know, you can say what you're about to say, but just throw in there is there merit at all to not playing a chip
0: and saving it for game week two or match day two? I, I just think if you don't play a chip in match day two, you could be in some serious trouble um I, I just okay, look at okay let me
1: just let me throw it back to
0: you do you remember the end stages of last season's
1: game where we it was a semi final and some people engaged managers we were going out with seven players because we were just or eight players is that right there were some pretty there were engaged managers who didn't have many players because they used their free ones they might have done a hit and they didn't have a full eleven Dan might not have you might not have but there were some is there no merit at all and this is not necessarily what i think i'm just saying for people listening is there no merit at all to saving a wild card for the latter stages when a team you didn't expect you might have i don't know you know back in that stage you can have five from a team five real madrid players and they go out and suddenly you're stuffed is there I've no done, merit to that
2: i've done this before so my first season in the game i i didn't even use my limitless i used my i saved my wild card and then Sorry, I didn't use the wild card. I ended up using the limitless in the final because I just didn't use them. Um, second season rectified that by playing the limitless in the group stages, but saved my wild card like that just in case anything went wrong. Barely used it. Is Lewis alluded to in one of the previous podcasts, uh, the major gains are to be made in the group stages. So you need to play aggressively because ultimately you're getting eight transfers per round. Anyway, you get a full wild card for round of 16. You then have between match days, three transfers. After that match day, you've got five. Then you've got another three. Then you've got another five. You have five before the final um, where the games are just what you're backing against the house basically because you're, what you're doing is you're going, right, in six months' time, might there be a team like Lyon, for example? I know that they're not in the league this year, but they got through to the semi-finals one year. Um, Are we going to get a team like that? I think maybe, maybe last year, maybe people didn't expect AC Milan to get so far after the start that they had with the injuries, but you have enough transfers to rectify it, and one of the balances that you need to make, which I think is something that Lewis might do, he'll be able to confirm, is that those three transfers between legs can be used to attack or defend. So if you think you're going to struggle to field players, maybe a team is being battered, maybe you think one of your teams isn't going through, you have the option of using those three transfers at that moment to strictly defend. And then once the next games are played, you've then got another five. So you've effectively got eight. Everyone should be able to field 11 players with eight transfers. If you play that way. Now, if you go to attack, then maybe you've only got five, but, um, uh, for me as someone that has done both chips in the knockouts, one chip knockout, one chip group and both chips in the group twice, I have just found both chips in the group is by far the best uh, tactic. There we go. There's a strong
1: defense
0: of using both chips in the group. Let's
1: go to Lewis. Lewis, sorry, what were you going to say?
2: I
0: was just going to say basically that I don't think I've ever used a chip past the group stage Um I just find that using him in the in the group stages, like you know, as Dan mentioned, there's there's just more points to to be made. But I think specifically in match day two, what you were talking about earlier, Ed, I just think a lot of people are going to find it very difficult to move to Bayern and Arsenal players, and I think that's where the where the majority of the games are. So
1: so okay, Lewis, to come back at you, if I use my two free transfers, I can end up on two Bayern. Plus a Saka or a Odegaard. is that good enough, or is that just not good enough? You wanted the triple up.
0: I, I think you you're going to want to go really really heavy on both Bayern and Arsenal. Um, I think you know even if you had three, you could even go triple attack for Bayern because the chances are they're going to score a lot of goals, probably similar to Arsenal. Although Arsenal tend to be better at home, we saw that in March they won against PSV. But yeah, I I just look at that. I mean, you know, I don't really want Manchester United play in my team long term. But I really want one in Matchday two. You know, they they're not great defensively, but they're scoring a lot of goals. They scored three against Bayern. What's stopping them from scoring? Yeah, that. but I mean,
1: come on, <laughs> come on. Like one of them was 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 completely random. That last one, Casemiro header. Uh, Bayern dominated that game. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't. I just don't trust Man United at the moment. Yeah.
0: To be fair though, Bayern have never really shown defensive strength. I mean, last season, they were, last season, I say that they were, they were like formidable in the fans. They kept clean sheets against ridiculous teams. But when I watch Bayern, they they look, and I watch a lot lot of Bundesliga as well. Yeah, yeah. They look rope. Well, you watch every game.
1: We've already learned that, Lewis. You lose. You're Uh a loser. Yeah, nerd. Uh, We love it though. But, Lewis, okay. If you're gonna get a Man United attacker, who do you get? Rashford doesn't seem to be doing it. Bruno Fernandez is playing really well. All the stats say so. I've got him in FPL. I love Bruno Fernandes as a player, I really do. But Ericsson, I mean Casemiro scored two. Are you gonna get him? Are you gonna get Hoyland, who's new? I know he scored against Bayern, but who'd you get? I just um, don't know who
0: the who the who's the option. Well, to be honest, that if you look at the the forward options in match day two, there aren't that many. So back in
1: But maybe, it, I'm talking about Man United. Just Man United.
0: Well, that's what this is. What this is my point is that you could go for a, a Hodgland or someone like that. You know, Hodgeland, Hodgeland, Hoyland, Hoyland. Yeah, Huyland. yeah I, I, just think it, you, you're going to have to play Chip in in match two. That's where the games are, and you can also you don't have to use the Limitless to, to bring in the most expensive players as well. You can have some nice punts on the likes of social players. Union Berlin, I thought looked really good against oh. Real Madrid or Real Madrid were really bad, or both. And they're I, both, I, I probably, here. Yeah. yeah, I just like the, the Union Berlin wing-backs. I like some of the players. I, I look at most of these fixtures and think, I could probably go heavy on some of these. You know, you could you mm-hmm. could go for the likes of Shakhtar, Shakhtar Denas players. You're not going to buy them constantly, but they are playing Antwerp, who shipped five goals against Barcelona. You can target Lazio against Celtic. Yes, yeah, Celtic are at home, but they're also really bad. Um, and I thought Lazio played well against Atletico, actually. Um, I think it was their keeper who scored the equaliser. It was. Incredible yeah. scenes, wasn't it? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And,
2: do yeah, you know, did you I, see the I, stat?
1: I, like, it was their 94th Champions League goal in the 94th minute and the keeper's squad number is 94.
0: It's ridiculous. It was meant to yeah, be. Yeah. Again, Mbappe against Newcastle. What I do you mean? We are you know, about? Know, hang, on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang we, on, hang on. We're you talking about. You
1: realise that we're Newcastle fans, and no chance. Nil-nil, yeah. mate. Yeah. We're going for another nil-nil. Trippier and Botman not masterclass.
0: Not, not that I'm like totally assured that Mbappe will definitely score, but it just the limitless just allows you to take those risks. It allows yeah, you yeah. to take those punts. And I'm joking. Um, I think free...
1: Mbappe, Mbappe running yeah. at Dan Byrne, he's probably going to score.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a free hit, basically.
1: Yeah. A limitless free hit, you could say. Um, Dan, um, just feed into that a little bit. Like, so who are the specific players if you were going to play limitless? I know you're kind of between wild card and limitless. Yeah. Discussion about wild card at this point a bit boring because it's longer term. Who would you go for match day two? Just just say three
2: players you'd go for. Oh, uh, I was to, for, I was actually feet. going to go for so for Bayern. I think you go Sanikin hundred percent, and then pick your poison, Nabri for the triple up, or go for a Davies at the back against what Kupy Musiala. The- I've no, not for me personally. I think he was Arlo, so good. A, I think he's a better player than Nabry, but I think he's uh, less capable of getting points on this okay. game. Good answer uh, for Arsenal, 100% Saka. You probably want out of guard. And then again, do you go for Zinchenko at the back or do you go for maybe Jesus up front? Up to you, but you want I'd one triple Arsenal against Roland. Uh And then in terms of. I still think you go for the Inter defenders because if DeMarco plays and Dumfries plays, I do fancy them against Benfica when Inter are at home, we've just been to that stadium. That's And Benfica lost, did they? Or did they draw in the end? So I think they lost, didn't they? Too? Well, they
1: they were definitely down at some point. should know that, shouldn't I? Sorry, I've chucked a question at you. I'm pretty sure yeah. Benfica lost.
2: <laughs> they got to be 2-0 off Salzburg. So, I mean, that says it all, really. Um the uh, and then for the for the following day. Look, I love Newcastle United, but we saw what Liao did in glimpses, mm. and and Kylian Mbappe plays that position. So, yeah. I'll be having Mbappe, yeah. and if he blanks, I would never have been happier to have a player blank, Uh but. I'm loyal. That's why
1: I I, look, guys. I'm loyal. So that's why I picked Jacob Murphy in my team. And I'm still beating you both. So, and also, (laughs) uh, and also, uh, I'm not going to be picking a PSG player. Not a chance. Come on, Newcastle.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be going for any of the rest of them, Mike. But, uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that'd be too frightening. Would you
1: pick Dan seriously, though, at home, Newcastle, would you even consider an ESAC if you knew you were starting or a? Let's say so it's on sort a of limitless. It's, you, you, know, you don't have to keep them long-term. At home. No. At home.
2: No, okay. No. I'm just trying to convince you. Please,
1: at home.
2: At no. home. I, no? oh, okay. Edward, I will go for a Newcastle. Most likely go for a Newcastle player. I know we're going
1: to say well, Dortmund at home. Yeah, you've made your point. No, you don't think Dortmund No, good.
2: Dortmund away as well. i would go for both Dortmund at home and Dortmund away. Well, we'll be there, uh, so it's fine. I, and I will likely go for Alexander Riesek. Genuine, like, oh, Isak I- I- against I- his old club, yeah. Yep, I think that has got goals written all over it, that game. Personally. Okay, we need
1: to, uh, we need to absolutely make sure this doesn't become a Newcastle port again.
2: So, yeah, uh, but we'll finish off with Barcelona triple yeah. up on Barca against Porto. There you go. I double up, maybe go with the Kunde Cancelo double up again.
1: Could I please <laughs> just get a little round of applause for not captaining Haaland in the first- on the Tuesday? That's ballsy, right? Maybe stupid. That's but thanks. That's Pretty all I want. There you go. This go is all I'm here for. It's all I'm here for. Uh, you do not realise my main vote motivation in this whole thing is the poll we did on our Twitter that said, I was not going to win. I was going to lose. And now I'm beating you. And this is probably the only week I'm going to be beating you. Therefore, I'm rinsing it.
2: Yeah. In, Come on! In my defence, when you said that, I was absolutely amazed that, uh, that you... Yeah, you were. I told him. I told, Yeah, to be fair, Lewis, I told Dan, we were at a
1: restaurant having dinner very civilized we were very civilized Newcastle fans yes. we were ordering wine and this local food it was great but anyway we we're having this dinner and I said oh who came bottom and he went me I was like no I did I think everyone thinks I'm a clown well sorry I'll rephrase that I think everyone <laughs> I think everyone knows I'm a clown <laughs> and therefore bets against me but that's good it, it you know here we go
2: yeah I right yeah uh, for, for me my order of this was going to be Lewis you then me okay Okay, but good. I'm obviously verbally out loud on Twitter going to call you out and say that you're both terrible oh, of the fine. game. Okay. You're both losers. Uh, you're both that's scum. That's all um, it's about. Look, to, to be fair, the face. main
1: reason I want to beat Lewis is because when we were guessing who's going to finish in what order, Lewis said himself top.
2: Yes. And that's the
1: worst thing you can do. So I'm going for Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I beat Lewis. I'm going to clip that and just
2: put it on my on my Twitter. and My, just my only, only goal, I could finish 2 million. But as long as I beat Lewis, that's all I care about. That's all I care
1: about. Lewis, I'm going to beat you. Come on. Right. (laughs) So, um, guys, thank you very much. I think this is probably, you know, all we need to do now. We're going to be back in a week on Thursday. Um, So we'll be back with our match day two team reveal, chip strategy, that sort of thing. So do make sure you, if you're listening to this, please do. It makes a huge difference. We've had loads of people listen, by the way. We've had nearly 3,000 people listen. We've got over two and a a half thousand in our mini league. Huge, huge interactions we've got as we've started. So please do keep being interacted. Five stars, comment, follow us on Twitter, yada, yada, yada. Just to call out the person who's top of our league. We must do that, mustn't we? Seeing Seeing as they've joined, let's call them out. We have got, let's go view leagues. Oh, I'm not top. Oh, who is top? It is Fajar Tufik. Now, Fajar Tufik, I'm not sure I'm I'm saying that right. He's got 114 points. He had Wellenroya, Ruther, or whatever his name is, from Fire and Goal. Hartman from Fire is it? Eight yeah. points. Hakimi 15 Roo- points.
2: Roo- oh my goodness me. Guys.
1: Rahm six points. Cancello seven points. Dumfries two points. He also had Anthony Gordon on the bench, by the way, and Turam and Haaland, which is exactly the same bench I had. So I think he's used me as an inspiration here. He had Musiala for five points, Bellingham for 11 points, Galeno for 19 points. That was a big... We we suggested him. Who was it? Was it
2: Lewis or or Dan who suggested him? I think we both said said that he was on pens. But none of you got him. But none No, you got we him. didn't. We didn't. That's, that's the issue. That's what we do. I don't. This is how Pathetic. this works, Ed. Welcome to the party, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. No, we not suggest for me. things. Not for me. Eighty-eight points. Not for me. Not for me. In, <laughs> in everyone else finishes above us. That's yeah. how this whole okay. scenario works.
1: I'm happy to be here. Um, and then up front, he had Harry Kane, captain, eighteen points, same as me. Is he copying me? He might be copying me. Pretty sure. Or I'm copying him, probably. Uh, Jao Felix up front as well. I mean, come on, 16 oh, points. that is What outrageous. a shout. That is ridiculous. So either for Jar Tufik, you've got incredibly lucky or you're a flipping genius and you need to mess with him. Time traveller. He's a time traveller. Time traveller. Are you on the bench? He had Ulrich, so Ul- Ulrich, the Bayern. Is that the Bayern yeah. keeper? But he left yeah, him really? on the bench because he had Wellen well Reuther. Haaland, he took off. Turam, he left on the bench. So he knew Turam was going to be injured or benched. In fact, interestingly, he, he could have taken off Musiala at five points for Turam, but he chose yeah. not to. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's pretty good. Five points. I, I think I'd take him off at five points. Six points, I'd probably leave him. And then Gordon, he had three points, obviously took him off. So he obviously copied me on that. So uh, well done, Fajar. Fajar two you didn't feet. even have
2: Gordon, you had Murphy? <laughs> <Good
1: point. laughs> uh, crikey. I'm in Crete, everyone. It's, it's, it's late my time. I had a few drinks. Um, the people who came second, third, fourth, and fifth, Hani, Mohamed. Um, now, Hani, your team is in Arabic, so I can't read it, I'm afraid. I'm so sorry, but well done, 109 points. Mohammed, your team's risky, 108 points. And then Arvid, Calzio, your team's called, on 106. Joint with Swapnik, Champion Café. Mahamad King Ahmad there you go you're the top of our league at the moment in for the PS5 well done thank you very much for listening we'll be back in a week thank you Dan thank you Lewis this has been the UCL Fantasy Podcast
2: Podcast Network.